1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. MoneyWise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to MoneyWise. MoneyWise is brought to you every Sunday morning at this hour by USA Wealth Group. You can find us at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. And we have a number of guests this morning. In fact, I'm surrounded by people who like to talk. So it's going to be an interesting program that we have for you today. Most importantly, for every mother listening today, happy Mother's Day. Today is Mother's Day, and I can say for certainty that everybody listening today has had a mother. Does that seem logical? (laughs) Well, first of all, let me say a big hello to attorney Tenny Lance. Good morning, Tenny. Good morning, and happy happy Mother's Day, everyone. (laughs) Yes, and... uh, Tenny, thank you for being the mother of our two children. But mm-hmm. We also have great memories of our mothers. Our mothers, my mother had certainly much more profound influence on my life than my father did. My father was in the military service and he had to be absent a lot. And basically for most of my early childhood, I was raised by my mother. And I think about her often. She's not with us any longer. She taught me so many things. She taught me to be a gentleman. And sometimes when I open doors for people and open car doors and pull out chairs, people say, oh, what a gentleman. And I say, I learned that from my mother. And I did. I learned so many things from her. So happy Mother's Day, most importantly. Today we're going to talk about two things. We're going to talk just a little bit about Mother's Day, but mostly we're going to be talking about a very new organization in our community with a lot of history at the same time. So I'm going to explain that contradiction in a minute. We're going to be talking about the Dartmouth Cultural Center, which is located at 404 Elm Street. It's the home of the former Old Southworth Library. It's a magnificent building. It looks like a little miniature castle with stones on the side. And I know a lot of people have been there in the past, but today we're going to talk about what's going on at the Dartmouth Cultural Center. And the most important thing that I want to say is this is not just for Dartmouth residents. This is for everybody in our listening area. And I think it serves a really wonderful need. So I'd like to say good morning, first of all, to one of the founders of the Dartmouth Cultural Center, who's currently the public relations chairman, co-chairman. And treasurer. And treasurer, (laughs) uh, Kathy Del Soto, Kathleen Del Soto. Good morning to you, Kathy. Good morning, Ray. And thank you for being here. We're going to talk about you in just a moment. Not a problem. But we're going to talk mostly about the Dartmouth Cultural Center. Also with us this morning is Susan Young, who's brand new as program director. Good morning, Susan. Good morning, Ray. And I have to tell you, folks, that these last two ladies, not so much Tenny, but certainly Kathleen Del Sordo and Susan Young, well, we could have taped the whole program just sitting down getting ready to work on the program because these ladies like to talk. So today we have something very special to tell you about, and I know you have a brand new spring program catalog that's available. So let's talk about what is the Dartmouth Cultural Center. I know where you meet. You meet at the Old Southward Library. What is the DCC, Dartmouth Cultural Center? DCC is a non-for-profit 501c3 corporation um, founded... um, in Dartmouth last, uh, on, in October of 2017, um, we 
pulled together as a very strong group of individuals in our town that wanted to preserve the Old Southworth Library for future generations. Um, our generation, I guess, is the generation that remembers the library and used the library growing up and was very fond of the old building. We certainly didn't want to see the town um, selling the building, and it was on the town meeting agenda that year to uh, sell the building. Uh, but as a group, we stood before the Board of Selectmen, and thank goodness they were very positive and listened to us and withdrew the sale of the Old Southworth uh, from the town meeting agenda. And we managed to put together in a very short period of time our corporation, the 501c3, we were actually incorporated in November of 2017, and we got our RFP in immediately, and the town and the Board of Selectmen looked at it and gave us one year to put ourselves together as a program. And we successfully did that and managed to lease the building for the very first time, September of 2018. So. We are uh, coming upon perhaps our first year of operation, which but, is hard to believe. But this building has an interesting history, too, because it was property that was donated to the town of Dartmouth a long time ago, wasn't it? Absolutely. The building was donated to be used as a library. Um, it, was pro it was given to the town and used until the 60s when the New Southworth Library uh, was uh, built and developed on Dartmouth Street. Um, after its use as a library, uh, the town allowed the senior center to use it for a while, and then the town leased it to the DNRT for a good 10 years, I think. They uh, used the building as office buildings. And the DNRT is the Dartmouth Natural Resources Trust? Absolutely, and they okay. love the building as well. And um, what uh, they did is they have now built a wonderful place th themselves um, to uh, on on. Uh, the farm on Chase, Chase Road and um, uh, and have looked back and have given us a lot of support with information of the building. Um, so I want to ask a question about sure. the history. So I know for a long time, first of all, I know that the property had been donated to the town. It's been yep. used as a library. It's been used as the home for the Dartmouth Natural Resources Trust. Now it has a new use as the Dartmouth Cultural Center. Who's familiar with the history of this building? Who's familiar with how did the town come to acquire this property? Do you know anything about that, Tenny? Well, uh, the town was given the property by uh, a Mr. Southworth way back in 1890, 1890 something like yes. that. And um, it was at a time when the uh, town of Dartmouth really needed some space to keep books for public purposes. They had been kept at a, um, a little general store down in Payton Arum, and they um, grew out of that space. So Mr. Southworth donated the land, and the town built the library. By the uh, way, do you know who started uh, public libraries in this country? Benjamin Franklin. That's right. I'd forgotten that. No, I didn't remember that. <laughs> yep. Benjamin Franklin was the per first person who said, we ought to have public libraries and help to create the first public library in our country. So the town, uh, the town actually got this property from Mr. Southworth, but there was an interesting condition on that also, wasn't it? If it was no longer going to be used as a library or public purpose, it I think there was some kind of a deed restriction that it might have to be given back to his family or something like that. 
that was that was in the deed initially, but as I understand it, it changed um, going forward, and the t- the family released it to the town to be used continually as a library. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. for a public purpose, yes. which is what yes. you're doing now. Yep. So, Mr. Southworth certainly had uh, a great vision when he first gave this property to the town, and it really is a landmark in town, isn't it? It certainly is. It's an outstanding landmark. It sits on the corner of Elm and Prospect Street. Um, Really right at the heart of Peyton Arum Village. It opens Peyton Arum, I think, from the community, yes. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a, a, the building has some very beautiful architectural features. It's, It's totally made of stone. And when we occupied it, it's just amazing how structurally sound the building is from the 1890s. Um, we have a, a room that has that's round, and very few people have round rooms. That's and true. it's so fascinating because this room has stained glass windows and a gorgeous fireplace in the middle of it. So we are in the middle. Well, on the on, wall, on, on, in the, okay. <laughs> on the wall, <laughs> facing the middle. You know, the, the fireplace is actually in the middle of the library. Um, would be lovely sometime to get that fireplace running, but we haven't done that yet. Uh, but structurally, the the building has staircases that remind you of the old ship's uh, staircases, and that you go straight up and you go straight down. And I think that's why it has a small little annex to the um, Prospect Street area and opening for, uh, we used to do use it as children for the uh, basement area that can be accessed more readily. And then it has an attic that is absolutely spectacular because it hasn't been touched with paint. So it has the wonderful natural woods and windows, and you can see the harbor and all of South Dartmouth from the attic. Um, The attic is off use right now because of the height. The height of the attic is phenomenal. We have two staircases to go up to get to it, but it's quite lovely. Is that open to the public? No, it's not. Okay. We can't because of the height of it. We we've kind of held that off, and hmm. hopefully at some point, maybe with some restoration, which is our long-term goal, is to restore this building to all its natural beauty. And uh, is the building presently handicap accessible, or is that something you have to do in the future? That's something we have to do in the future. That is our long-term goal. Um, we we are hoping so much to get uh, funding. We've got, right now, we uh, have approval from the town, the CPC in the town. What's uh, the CPC? Uh, the Community, Community Preservation, Preservation Commission. Commission. Okay. And they are funding, um, uh, and hopefully it will be passed at town meeting. They are, are going to fund dollars for us to get architectural consultants into the building to plan the future of the building. Uh, At this point, uh, we have a need with our programming for water in the basement area for artists or anyone who may be doing any time of craft You mean to have a source of water in the basement? We need water in the basement. Uh We have no hand-washing areas down there. Okay. And as a group, when we sat around and said, where are we going to put a sink if we get approval to put a sink down there? It became very evident to us that we really needed a long-term plan for the building because 
then putting something in and then moving it and changing things, you know, was something that I don't think the building nor uh, our group wanted to do. So thank goodness we're, we're working with the architects and hopefully we'll be planning going forward um, for the restoration of the building completely and for how we can adopt its use today. Good. Well, we'll look forward to learning more about that. So the Dartmouth Cultural Center is at 404 Elm Street, and it's right at the top of the hill before you go down the hill into Paid Aram Village where all the shops are. I'm sure that most people listening have driven by this building before and wondered, what is that building? What's it being used for? But it really is a treasure for uh, the town of Dartmouth and for the community in general. Now, Tanya, you had something to do with the organization of this uh, corporation, didn't you? Dartmouth Cultural Center? Way back when, yes, in uh, 2017, when the group was getting um, ready to respond to the RFP. What's an um, RFP? Request for proposals. Okay. Um, then I was able to give them some help in getting that together, um, which I was very pleased to do. This is just a terrific group. It's composed of of wonderfully committed Dartmouth residents who uh, have two purposes in mind, really. One is to preserve this building, and the other is to provide all types of learning and um, artistic technique training to the Dartmouth uh, community at large. And I think beyond that, I mean, are you, you are able to serve people beyond Dartmouth, are you not? Absolutely. We've had people come as far away from Rhode Island, from the down Cape, mm. attending our programming. It's been really beneficial for everyone. So this organization, Dartmouth Cultural Center, Inc., is a corporation. It's a nonprofit corporation. Did you actually do the paperwork on that, Tenny, and create that? Or who did it? I, I did it. Well, Kathy, it Kathy was two it. parts. There was <laughs> one to do the incorporation with yeah. the Secretary of State of Massachusetts, okay. and there was one to yeah. do the 501c3 yeah. application, which Kathy did, yeah. uh, all by herself, which amazed me because it's not easy to do that. No, it is So I, I was really proud of her for doing that. But uh, these people are wonderful. They are totally committed. They have worked their um, butts, fannies <laughs> off for more than two years okay to, to get this together. <laughs> Well, um, so happy Mother's Day again, ladies and gentlemen. But so we have a corporation now that doesn't own the building, but leases the building because the building is still owned by the town of Dartmouth? Correct. The, the lease is a, a three-year lease uh, with the ability to continue it for another three years. Um, as I said, as a, we've been working, we've worked with the town for a good year or two to do, uh, finalize the uh, request for proposal and our lease and thanks to Tanny very much she worked with us right along especially with the lease process and every time we do have a question that we're not sure of we give Tanny a call and she's been so supportive and helpful with everything uh, that we've done at the Old Southworth Library. Well that's good to hear. Tenny yeah. likes old buildings and yeah. old people <laughs> don't you Tenny? I like young buildings and young people too. Okay but you've done a lot of work with old buildings too huh? Yes. <laughs> so let me ask a question. Of uh, We've been talking with uh, Kathy Del Sordo, and Kathy, you're also an alternate member on the planning board. Correct. Well, I'd like to give a big shout-out, first of all, to 
the Board of Selectmen and the Planning Department and everybody in town that had something to do with this. Because the town administrator. Yes. A, lot of, a lot of support from the town, a lot of good vision on the part of the yes. town, but really spearheaded by uh, your organization, the Dartmouth Cultural Center. So I want to ask um, our other guest, uh, Sue, um, you're the new program coordinator. I am. So what does the program coordinator do? I mean, what kind of programs do you have at this place? We have a lot of great programs, and since I am so incredibly new, I'm learning also as I go. But, Ray, let me take this moment to say, Tenny and Kathy, happy Mother's Day to you both. Thank you. So there are great programs um, in art, um, in food preparation, and you can come and learn how to sculpt a bonsai tree. Uh, you can learn how to work with them and prepare sushi. There's so many different things. I actually came to the uh, cultural center through business networking where I met Kathy. Oh, sure. And I, by um, profession, am a ballroom dance instructor. So we thought ballroom dancing at the cultural center would be perfect. Would be great. Um, and that just led me into this position when it became available. And I'm really excited to be able to be part of the growth of this wonderful um corporation so what? if you have this wonderful round room inside here and your background is ballroom dancing why don't you have a fundraising event maybe make it a formal black tie or something fundraising event and have music and you could show everybody how to do ballroom dancing at the that's same time that's true that's true we are a little restricted by the size of the old rooms okay. at the old Southworth Library. We do offer a ballroom class there, but a very quaint and semi-private type one that we will do downstairs in the basement, which will be nice and cool. But we would have a maximum of four couples at that um, class. Mm -hmm. And that is coming up in the summer session. So. Okay, so that's interesting to know. They what have I a class on ukulele playing. Oh, I yes. Have, as you know, always wanted to learn to use properly the ukulele. Unfortunately, I think the class is in the daytime when I can't be there, but someday I'm going to learn. So free um, free confession time. Tenny bought a ukulele uh, a couple of years ago, and it's still in its original case. Oh, Tenny. There will be two workshops this summer for the ukulele, so... I think we're going to be able to grab you for one of those. Oh, we have to check good. those dates. <laughs> so, Sue, I want to come back to you. We're talking with Sue Young, and she's the new program coordinator for just only about a week. Yes. That's that recent. <laughs> yes. Um, but um, you started dancing, uh, I guess, at the age of six years of age. I did. I and feel who, like I've been dancing forever. Who had you do that? Actually, my mom. Your mother? Uh, yes. So, sure. just a small history. We moved from the city to the country. So we moved from like Boston to Connecticut to a very small community. And I was petrified of the bugs. Terrible. Hmm. My mom ended up reading me every edition of Nancy Drew because I would not and could not go outside to face the bugs. Hmm. And then finally, I guess she signed me up for a dance class, which changed my whole life. Um, just became my passion. I loved it from that very young age and you do more than just ballroom dancing too i understand I you do. do ballet and jazz and yes Irish. i don't work in too much of those genres anymore but mm -hmm. i do have uh, education in all of them yeah i went to saint patrick's um catholic school so you had to take some irish step dancing there <laughs> oh, oh. 
Um, and as an adult, I got into ballroom, so that's where my focus has been for the last 12 years or so. What I think I'd like to let folks know is that this isn't a program only for just ballroom dancing. There are all kinds of courses. I was yes. just looking at the spring catalog and thinking, I wish I had seen this earlier because you've got a whole section on technology. And mm -hmm. recently, which I just missed, there was a class on how to use your iPad and your mm -hmm. iPhone better. Um, and even as we speak right now, there's another class that's ongoing. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to look for that again because I could certainly lose use more learning. Couldn't we all? But yes. you've got art appreciation. You've got uh, stage arts, so comedy, improv. Um, well, that's what interested me in this when I began to get involved with the group because I thought it was a place for watercolor people to go and paint but it's so much bigger it's culture and anything that relates to the culture uh and the t the classes that are being offered are expanded all the time uh the catalogs come out what twice a year or three times a year quarterly, quarterly. quarterly. Mm -hmm. okay, okay. Mm -hmm. so i'm coming in just as we are putting together the summer programs oh, nice. yes so it's exciting so if somebody would like to get a copy of this catalog uh, right now I'm looking at the spring catalog. How would they get it? Would they, can the, is the information available on your website, for example? Yes. All the class information is available on the website. That's really and simple. And we encourage people to register for their classes on the website. Okay. So here's the website, DartmouthCulturalCenterInc.org. Very simple. Yes, and we also produce about 2,500 of those catalogs um, and distribute them all throughout uh, the South Coast. We've put them basically in the different library areas, senior centers, uh, and in any office-type uh, locations and uh, so that people can pick up the catalogs. And also uh, our, our members are mailed a catalog, so it's important to become mm -hmm. a member sure. of the... Uh, oh, the Dartmouth Cultural Center as well and have that readily available to you when the new one comes out. Well, I want to mention you've got a couple of educational workshops coming up soon also. One is on Tuesday, May 14th. Uh, it's during the day. It's 1130 uh, to 1 o'clock. And, Tenny, you're going to be doing a presentation during that time as well. But this is really to introduce people to the Dartmouth Cultural Center. It's within the facility, right? Yes, it's at the Dartmouth Cultural Center. It's at 11.30 on May 14th, which is a Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday and coming up. Yep. Yes, the, the one coming up. Uh, it is what's called a lunch and learn. So we will have lunches there for people who sign up ahead of time with us. And there are really two purposes of this particular lunch and learn. One is to um, express to people the uh, opportunities that are available at the Cultural Center, what they do, how they came to be, and so forth. And the second purpose is to talk a little bit about what people should have for their estate planning documents. Um, people could, for example, leave the Dartmouth Cultural Center <laughs> a bequest through their will or trust. Well, actually, <laughs> let's pick up on that for just one second because I was going to mention because you are a 501c3 organization, that means people can make donations to the Cultural Center. They can one, indeed. And I or know a that, request. Right. And the uh, center is grateful for that because 
they do pay a lease fee to the town of Dartmouth every year, and they have to meet that amount, which is not a not a small task. So um, you're also doing another program on the following week. So you're doing Tuesday, May 14th, which is during the daytime, 1130 to 1 o'clock. If somebody wants to go to that, they should make a reservation, right? Yes, please call 508-998-8800. There is uh, limited seating at the Dartmouth Cultural Center, so we want to make sure that we have a seat for you and we have lunch for you. But there's no cost to attend. No cost whatsoever. Now, you're doing a similar thing again when? The following week on Wednesday, May 22nd? The following week is uh, more oriented just to estate planning and the kinds of documents that people should have uh, for their own protection and the protection of their family, whether that's uh, durable powers of attorney or health care documents, as well as trusts and wills. Okay, what time of day is that going to be? That is 6.30 in the evening. And right. it's still light, of course, at that point. So I had done 6 o'clock. So is it 6 um, o'clock or is it 6.30? Oh, 6 to 8.30. I'm, I'm, I believe it is 6. I'm sorry, I spoke all right, so Wrongly. Wednesday, May 22nd, 6 p.m. to 8.30 at night. It's a good chance to get to know the Dartmouth Cultural Center mm-hmm. and also to learn some information. But again, you have to make a reservation. Please, 508-998-8800. You know, today, as we said earlier, is Mother's Day. So here's a quotation I'd like to give. This is my first quotation of the day. I know. We've gone a long way without one. Well, we'll get talkative people here what can I say? <laughs> this is an unknown author a mother is your best friend your first friend your forever friend so think about your mother today whether she's with you or not with you a very important influence in your life we're going to take a short break and we come back we're going to go into a little bit more detail and talk about some more of the very specific and interesting programs you can do um, at the Dartmouth Cultural Center and um, a little bit more about Mother's Day. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Money Wise, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise, brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. You can reach us at 508-998-8858. And our specialty, our experience is in the area of retirement planning and helping people have a great retirement. You're only going to have one retirement. We want to make sure it's going to be the best retirement for you. And a critical part of that is to make sure you have an income plan. So this morning, we're pleased to have with us uh, Kathleen Del Sordo uh, from the Dartmouth Cultural Center, um, longtime, uh, very active person in town, in the town of Dartmouth. And we also have Susan Young, who's a brand new program coordinator. And we're talking about the Cultural Center. We're also uh, joined with Attorney Tenny Lance this morning. And happy Mother's Day to everybody. Yes, happy Mother's Day. You know, it really is an important day. Do you know that on Mother's Day, there are more, well, we used to call them collect calls. There are more collect calls reversing the long-distance charges made on Mother's Day than any other day of the whole year. The second most important day for doing that is Father's Day, but mothers always come first. So think about that for a minute. <laughs> There's a lot of children out there who need some help, I think. <laughs> uh, I'd like to give you a quick quotation from Princess Diana, one of Tenny's favorites. A mother's arms are more comforting than anyone else's. 
You like that one, Tenny? I do. I think about my mother in relation to the Dartmouth Cultural Center. My mother was right-handed. I'm left-handed. I always wanted to learn to knit, but I could never figure out how to do that from a right-handed person. So I think one of the courses that you offer is knitting, and uh, yes. maybe I can learn. So let me ask you a question, uh, because this was raised during our little break here. Um, are these courses aimed at any particular age group, or really are they open to anybody of any age, Susan? The, these courses definitely, Ray, are open to um, all ages of people in all communities. So we, we want to service Dartmouth and the surrounding towns. Um, and the first one I got to see actually going on there was last week when I got hired and I got to see uh, Nantucket basket weaving. Mm -hmm. That is coming up again in the summer and that's just phenomenal. Trish will be doing a one-day workshop and also a three-day class with separate dates on making like a 10-inch round basket. So I'm going to suggest some other courses to you as well. But I want to mention that in the course of my living in this community, I've taken a lot of ongoing educational programs at the Greater New Bedford Regional Vocational uh, School. And I've taken courses on photography. I've taken courses on computers, beginning computer course programs, and so forth. And they do a wonderful job. They're mostly evening courses they do there. But we used to have in this community, I'm saying 10 or 15 years ago, we had a group that operated right down near Freestone's restaurant in New Bedford that did a lot of what you're doing in Dartmouth Cultural Center. They had unusual, interesting courses on uh, different types of subjects, and I had taken some courses there. And they opened an office in Providence. Then they closed the office in New Bedford. And those courses have not been available, I would say, for at least 10 years or maybe even longer. Mm -hmm. So what you're doing at the Dartmouth Cultural Center, and it's not just for Dartmouth residents, is extremely valuable. Oh, it's really filling a, a need. Um, so many people have an interest uh, in learning and in expanding their own horizons into artistic areas. We've had the greatest opportunity of uh, hosting uh, many different groups from the community at the Old Southworth. And uh, one of those was the uh, Dartmouth High School Art Department. Um, we just hosted a second art show with them and the talent of the young people in our community um, as they presented their artwork was just amazing. Not only have we hosted the high school, but next week we're going to be working with the uh, Children's Circle Nursery to do their art show too. So the ages and the processes that we host in the groups are, are open to the community, which is definitely the goal of, of our service. Are there any special summer uh, children's programs that uh, I know people are always looking for uh, summer camp opportunities or uh, time filling opportunities for their kids in the summer? Are you gonna be able to do any of that? We are holding off a little with children's programming because of the need for the uh, additional uh, water systems in the basement area, et cetera. So we're holding off probably until next year, but as programs come up and if individual groups want to use our venue, um, we certainly are more than welcome to host those. We are actually going to be hosting an invitational 
uh, art show for all of our members, all of our teachers and all of our students. Um, and, and that's going to be uh, around the, the uh, Memorial Day weekend starting May 24th. We have some wonderful art programs for the summer. Um, we're looking at specifically um, hosting the Art Drive, which is the uh, South Coast uh, oh, sure. Artist Group. Yeah. And they have never uh, actually had a showing together. And we're going to host the first showing of their Art Drive uh, July 26th through 28th. And then the Art Drive starts in the community. So you'll get a chance to see the, all of the works of the artists in one location, and then you can go out and see them in their studios. Wow, that's as very well. ambitious. Yeah, it's ambitious and it's wonderful. My daughter and I look forward to that drive every year, yeah. and to have them all together at one place at the beginning, I think, is a terrific idea. Well, it would give you some ideas about where you might want to go. What I'd like to do is talk about the main topics of things that you're doing. So, Susan, I'm looking at the catalog for the spring, and I know you're coming out with a new one soon. Yes. You've got health, fitness, and wellness. You've got technology, art appreciation, musical offering, stage arts, writing, food and cooking, gardening and floral design, fine arts, uh, ceramic and glass, fine crafts, metal jewelry, textiles, and fiber arts. Holy cow. Isn't it crazy, Ray? Yeah. You don't have to be an artist to come to the Dartmouth Cultural Center and learn something. That's so don't be know. intimidated by that. Please come. Like Tenny said, broaden your horizons. But yes, you can learn to cook something creative or do some ceramics or glass work. Um, and we also do hold uh, some classes off-site, mm -hmm. just so you know. The cooking classes okay. definitely held off-site where there's a kitchen facility. Okay. And we do that at St. Mary's Church in South Oh, Dartmouth. wonderful. Yes. Now, I just mentioned some topics, but when you look at the catalog, it doesn't really tell you anything just to talk about topics. I mean, what's fine arts, what's glass, what's ceramics? So I want to mention some of the actual course names. Introduction to Tai Chi, which is a dance program, correct? Yeah. And, uh, martial, and arts martial arts and exercise. good for balance, definitely. Um, there's a Hatha yoga class. There's ballroom dancing that we talked about earlier. And after you do the ballroom dancing, you certainly need to take the course on spring herbal tonics in plant mm -hmm. tour because you're going to need some herbal tonics to recuperate, aren't yes. you? <laughs> I, now, this one has really gotten me. Um, kombucha made easy. What in the heck is kombucha? I know. It's so, a fermented tea, it says, it made is, in China. It is. It's supposed to be really great for our digestive systems. Like and probiotics. With it, the probiotics in there, keep us flowing well. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> so instead of buying it prepackaged in the grocery store in a bottle, you can learn how to make your own. Mm-hmm. Then we already talked about iPads and iPhones and how to use them. Yes. Under art appreciation, you've got treasures or trinkets class. You've got the musical offerings such as ukulele, Tenny. Yes. We talked about. Uh, you know, this interests me too, comedy improv. I mean, I'm not in that area, but... Who does comedy improv? That's interesting. Well, unfortunately, we didn't get a lot of response to that, but we're going to work at it again in our summer session. 
in that uh, uh, comedy improv is used so much in businesses, right? And in, in that uh, it's it's a format designed to have people learn to speak spontaneously and to respond quickly to someone communicating with them. And I think we're going to expand upon that and hopefully we'll get enough individuals and people, perhaps maybe not the summer, but maybe even the fall when the businesses are all back in work and format it again. That could be dangerous mm. for me. <laughs> um, yes. Sometimes I have to really bite my tongue when I have this microphone in front of me. <laughs> You'd um, enjoy it. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to throw in a quick quotation on Mother's Day. This is also unknown. It's not easy being a mother. If it were, fathers would do it. <laughs> Ooh, I really like that quote, Ray. Zing. Yeah, that goes right to my heart. <laughs> Let me tell you some other classes here. Um, you've got writing classes. Uh, you've got Bartleby the Scrivener Poetry Group participation. Yes. Now, Bartleby, wasn't that a, a, written by the same fellow who wrote Moby Dick? No, I can't. I've, I've, Not sure I bought that, that book recently. I can't remember who wrote it. Bartleby. Anyway, food and cooking classes. There's a sushi workshop. There's Beyond yes. Sushi. Uh, there's Scones and Biscuits workshop. I'd like to go to that one. Or <laughs> maybe ask Tenny to go to that one. Tarts and Crostadas workshop. Yes. Um, that also sounds interesting. Uh, this one I don't quite understand. Exploring the vast and fascinating world of spaghetti workshop. <laughs> I, I mean, would I like thought that one. Spaghetti was fairly basic, is it not? Maybe not. You should have to go to the class. And the I, instructor of these particular workshops has an Italian background, yeah. so uh -huh. yes, it's wonderful. Let me ask you: um, How does one sign up for this? In the sense of, do you do you buy a membership and then you uh, sign up for each class individually? What's the process? Well, we would certainly encourage people to become members of the Dartmouth Cultural Center. As Ray said, it definitely helps to keep us up and functioning. Um, but you don't particularly have to be a member to take part in these classes. We encourage you to go online to look at all the classes that are happening and do and follow through with our online registration. And one of the things I'd like to say today that I've already learned this week, Ray, is that we need people to register individually. Mm -hmm. So yes. I cannot register all of us because right. then the proper information is not there for the center. So, so online registration is the best. Online registration is what we encourage. Yes, please. And that's StartmouthCulturalCenterInc.org to get into their website and to register. Correct. See and, all the courses. And and memberships, of course, uh, provide the individual with a, a discount. We, we discount $10 on classes and $5 on workshops. Uh, but we also have uh, individual memberships at $50, family memberships at 85 And, of course, we'd like to expand that to partners and benefactors and anyone that would like to uh, participate as far as giving the donation through membership and donation as well to the cultural center. And I noticed there is, a, there is an application form in the back of this booklet, some mail-in class registration form. So you can register. Um, you can also join the organization. You can also stop by. We keep the uh, cultural center, we're trying to keep the, expand the hours. We keep it open on Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. And oh, good. It's, it's, a, it's a wonderful corner for traffic. We see a lot of people walking mm -hmm. and just stop in anytime. This, the red door has a sign that says open on it. Everyone is more than welcome. 
I want to mention a special Mother's Day event that's taking place today, Mother's Day. We've talked about it in the past week or so. Um, I'm going to give a special uh, promotion to a Mother's Day gift sale fundraiser. It's taking place after this radio show this morning on um, Sunday at the Sail Loft Restaurant, Sunday, May 12th, at the Sail Loft Restaurant. It's to benefit homeless dogs and cats. It's put on by Animal Advocates. They come on the radio show with us once a year. Um, it's a Mother's Day celebration at a great location, the Sail Loft Restaurant. It's free. You can walk in and you can purchase something for your mom for Mother's Day. They're selling plants and flowers and bouquets and bakery goods and chocolates and chocolates and jewelry and garden items and chocolates. <laughs> so, in case you're interested, Johnny. They should do the chocolates also for Father's Day. Yes, I can yeah. understand you are coming from the chocolate base. Yes. Yes, we should do a whole show on chocolate someday. <laughs> yes. So you don't have to register for this. It's noontime to 5 p.m., 12 o'clock today, Sunday, May 12th, noontime to 5 o'clock, and all the proceeds are going to benefit the um, homeless dogs and cats. Worthy cause and a lot of fun. Yes, sure. I'd like to come back very quickly and talk about some of the other courses that are offered at Dartmouth Cultural Center. You have gardening things such as a spring wreath workshop, Mother's Day flower box workshop, bonsai trees we mentioned earlier. My son likes bonsai trees. And, and also, we're looking for an old rotary mower because we've got a patch of grass in front of the uh, building that needs to be cut, and we don't know how quite to handle it yet. It's our first okay. summer, and so we're looking for assistance. Maybe our bonsai people can clip the grass <laughs> so low that we <laughs> never have to do it again. There you go. But Ida, things that we're experiencing for the first time. Bonsai like, grass clipping. Right, bonsai grass clipping. <laughs> I think you need a goat. <laughs> well, yeah, that no. would be wonderful. <laughs> you know Maybe we could find that at the sale loft on Mother's Day. Here's what you need, Kathy. Here's what you need. You need a volunteer in the community preferably somebody who has a landscaping business, and they'll take care of cutting your grass, and they'll do uh, decorations and plants and everything else, and you can put a little sign on the lawn that says, landscaping donated by so-and-so landscaping service. We are absolutely looking for that type of support. You're absolutely so right. So if, you right. if you're listening yes. today and you have a landscaping yes. business, get in touch with Dartmouth Cultural Center, and lots and lots of people are going to go in their doors and they'll see your little sign and the beautiful work you do yes. to take care of the outside. And we're in certainly a high visibility area yep. on the corner of Elm and Prospect and much traffic. And it's a, a good base for you to present yourself. Yes. Yep. Good. Let's talk about fine art. You have a watercolor explorations class. You've got painting greeting cards. Um, we have a friend in Dartmouth who gives a handmade Christmas card every year. Thank you very much, Sarah O'Leary. You do yes. a wonderful job. Oh, and I homemade. keep all of her Christmas cards. They're so beautiful. Tenny has the whole collection. Um, there's a course on drawing portraits, uh, pastel painting class, a abstract acrylic painting class, uh, acrylic dirty pour workshop. Dirty pour has been our most popular group. Um, so that's where you just spray paint across it's the canvas wonderful and our our president of the uh, cultural center jill law does the program and teaches it and she's been having so much fun with the students because no matter how gifted or not gifted you are, are, are artistically the 
product comes out, the canvas comes out wonderful. It really does. People are enjoying that. Mm. How about how about acrylic uh, watercolors or acrylic uh, finger painting? Finger painting with acrylics. <laughs> well, we don't do finger painting. I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> That'll be when the kids but we've, come. We've got some wonderful <laughs> presentations as far as uh, pastels and watercolors. Uh, a lot of our artists are. are, are are not unfortunately for them, but unfortunately for us, taking the summer off because of summer programming themselves and coming back in the fall. But okay. look forward to that because um, our um, watercolorist, I, I'm trying to recall her name, she was one of the founders uh, uh, of the watercolor group and the pastel artist. She's founded the Cape Cod Pastel Artist. So we have some very talented artists if you're into the fine arts aspect. Excellent to hear. Let me remind people again about the uh, workshops coming up. We need to do something to uh, lubricate this microphone stand, don't we? That's not somebody groaning in the background about the things that I'm saying. It's the microphone stand that goes, oh. Although they might groan about things um, you say. I think this, this microphone needs a good retirement plan, Tenny. You think? <laughs> well, there's a workshop coming up on this coming Tuesday, May 14th, 1130 to 1. It's at the Dartmouth Cultural Center. The old historic Old Southwick, Old Southworth Library, and they're located at 404 Elm Street. You've seen this building before. It looks like a little mini castle. Tuesday, May 14th, 11:30 to 1. It's an introduction to what the cultural center is all about. Brief introduction to that, and then Attorney Tenny Lance is going to be doing a lunch and lawn, lunch and learn workshop, talking about. Uh, some of the things you need to know about protecting your estate. Right, Tenny? Yes, and then, the documents that you should have in place. Then you're going to do another program on Wednesday, May 22nd at nighttime. That's 6 to 8.30. Same location, the Dartmouth Cultural Center. But you need to make a reservation. So what's the number they should call if they would like to make a reservation, Tenny? Please call 508-998-8800. And speak with either Shannon or Ashley or anybody else who might pick up the phone. They're all very nice people. They just want to register you so that we can have enough seats and for the lunch and learn that we have enough lunch goods. You know, we've only got about four and a half minutes left, and I was concerned that we weren't going to have enough to talk about today. So I get to give you another quotation for uh, Mother's Day. This is from Rudyard Kipling, one of my favorite rhyming poets. God could not be everywhere. And therefore, he made mothers. I've heard that before, and it's so true. Yep. I want to come back to the courses. You know, we've only scratched the surface in some of these courses. So a lot of painting classes, white line painting classes, gilded demo and gilded wishbone. What in the heck is that? Make gold leaf wishbone in your own very first demo and workshop. Learn the process of gold leaf application. That's interesting fascinating isn't it it it's great ray because if you look online or you look in the catalog you will get a description of the class and um like let's just look at the abstract acrylic painting class so Mm. we'll have a small description there join us in the discovery of acrylic paints and mediums we'll learn to activate the surface breaking through the white canvas first mark barrier don't be intimidated by it all it's great, and it's there for all of us to learn. But you're doing a lot of other things in the area of ceramics and glass and working with clay and fused and slumped glass plates workshop. That sounds interesting. <laughs> uh, his one sounds really interesting to me, wampum bead making workshop. 
So I have some very interesting connections to the Wampanoag community. Ah. And wouldn't it be interesting to have one of them come in at some point to be instructing a class? Our, one of our teachers is part of the uh, Wampanoag community. And Wampanoag Nation, yeah. I, I must say, too, that we've had such uh, wonderful relationships with Naomi Carter, who is also part of it. She um, hosted and worked with the um, a group that painted the interior through the uh, sheriff's outreach training program at uh, the prison, the Bristol, the Bristol community, Bristol county. Mm-hmm. Yep. county prison. They have spent many months in the winter through Naomi's assistance, and they came in, and they came on scaffolds, and they painted and cleaned up the building. So in with that, we, we have this wonderful relationship with n- not only Naomi excellent uh, but I'm trying to re- I'm, I apologize for names uh, but, but once again I would like to congratulate Kathleen uh, Jill law the president others who have just worked tirelessly for a couple of years to get this in place and it's amazing to me that they have put it all together we're really very proud of all of them Tenny, one of the great stories I've heard since my whole week at the (laughs) DCC is that these ladies and gents were all former classmates in Dartmouth, and they all got together for this purpose. So I think that's just fascinating and great. It is. We're not going to even have enough time to go through all the other courses. Go online to dartmouthculturalcenterinc.org and check out their programs. There's all kinds of artistic programs. Well, I need to give a plug to the Dartmouth Alumni Association after being after it being said that we were all working together as a group. We're the class of 1962. Don't tell anyone that from Dartmouth High School. That's but okay. Eden Silva uh, <laughs> was part of our founding members, and she runs the alumni group as well. Well, a very special thank you to Kathy Del Sordo, uh, to Susan Young for being on today, to Attorney Tenny Lance. Take some action and do something, ladies and gentlemen. I have two last quotations I need to give you today about Mother's Day because it is Mother's Day. This is from Phyllis Diller. I want my children to have all the things I couldn't afford. Then I want to move in with them. So happy, happy Mother's, Mother's Day, Day to everybody. Everyone. Happy Mother's Day from the Thank Dartmouth you. Cultural Center. Absolutely. And my last quotation is from Abraham Lincoln. All that I am or ever hope to be, I owe to my mother. Happy Mother's Day, everybody.